Good morning, good morning, and good morning to you lovelies out there. What another beautiful Saturday morning it is for us to engage. And it's a joy and a pleasure to come your way once again. First, may I apologize for not informing you that we were not going to be on air last week. And some of you sent messages that to that effect, you know, we, we, we sincerely apologize for not informing you that we will be off because there were some elections going for one of the major political parties, their primaries, and so the station needed to cover it and cover it pretty early. And that coincided with our time that we normally come on air. So kindly bear with us uh, and forgive us accordingly. Find it in your heart too. On which note, I want to welcome you this morning to Farm Life, your regular family engagement and enrichment program meant to make us all a better version of ourselves, to have thriving lives as individuals, thriving homes as families, and thriving relationships as couples, as the case may be, and to help us to choose right if we are single and now searching, or to make a good choice that will in order to the benefits of the mutuality. The last time we began a conversation that we did not finish, and so I'm going to reintroduce it. At Farm Life, live here on City 97.3 FM, is brought to you by Lily Rice, Lily, Tasty Food, Happy Family. When is he or she the only one before or after marriage. That's when the conversation we began the last time. When is he or she the only one before or after marriage? And we said a lot of things. I'll just recap a few and maybe I'll ask one person to also recap some of the wonderful things he said, and then we'll go in from there to look at today's. So when is he or she the only one? Before you get married or after you're married? And some of the things he said was that you need to value yourself, have value for yourself so that you're not taken for granted. And we looked at it in two parts. So our major conversation last time was on the before the marriage, though we hinted and touched a bit on the in their marriage, you get me? So some of the things that we discussed was that you need to value yourself enough to be able to be connected to somebody and you need to weigh the issues that are involved in the relationship, particularly when it's pre-marriage and then don't tolerate abuse of any kind and because that's where, when is he or she the only one? So you think she's the only one, so even when she's abusing you or disrespecting you or doing stuff that are not appropriate. You can't trust, there are trust issues and all. You think if I let her go, I may not get another bad thing. Or if I let him go, or like if Vin came up and said, maybe you you chose to go and maybe intimate anything that because you're intimate, then uh, you, are, you, are, you are sold out to him. So then definitely he must be the one you marry, even though he may be misbehaving. 
just in a way the issues properly and carefully and realize that you are better off if that is not a helpful relationship to come out of it because you are, it's not one person one person your life is not over because you don't mind that one person whether it's a he or a she as the case may be and then don't uh, what does marriage mean to you because people mean Marriage means different things to different people. Some come in for the financial benefits, some come in for, for companionship, some come in for uh, coupling, some come in for procreation, some come in for building a life together. I mean, for the long haul. So you need to really ask yourself, why do you want to get married? And why do you want to get married in, also to this particular person? And what are the, the things that are, are mutual amongst you? And then you need to have values and then look at how they play out first for you and then for other person because you can't just live anyhow and not be based or premised or hinged on something and then you must work on improving yourself continually and then have boundaries what are the no-go areas what are the deal breakers what are the things that must not happen what are the things that you should not because you're not married yet not do we mentioned some of them and when we said that intimacy, physical intimacy can cloud your judgment and so when even you are being abused or things are not the way they should be you just keep hoping because at that point you are bonded and uh, with all the effects of oxytocin in addition to the emotional connections and sometimes even the spiritual connections we mentioned that some people even go as far as uh, doing blood packs and uh, signing or agreeing to some stuff that they should not because you're not married yet so have and know your boundaries and don't exceed them so that you are in the event that the best that one that you think is the one is not the one you can work out with little or less pain and then respect should be mutual you should respect each other and then uh, be there for each other positively and truly and then uh, you need to realize that sometimes there's a consequence for not for taking steps to do some things and it's necessary and helpful to as it were have that in mind that's just part of the many things that were said so i asked uh, one of a wonderful panelists who was part of the conversation to also tell us one or two that he would want to add then we would go into the substance of the continuation for this morning my name is michael and you are warmly welcome Baba Sly. yeah so that's the voice of Sylvester Segbaya. Yes, so what would you like to add to our first conversation on this topic? All right, so <laughs> good, forgive good me. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I shouldn't jump the protocol. Oh, How that's fine. How are you this morning? I'm good very to well, see thank you. you. Good to see you too. Right, so uh, one of the things I remember we also spoke about was the, the role of family or societal pressure and the need to guard against it, you know. And I remember sharing my personal story about a childhood friend that uh, was female and we grew up together. And at the stage, most of our friends thought there was something uh, beyond just an ordinary friendship. So it's important that we are careful not to be pushed into a relationship um, beyond the the other things that you mentioned like um, having been intimate and all of that we must guard against being pushed into a relationship by family friends and people's opinion um, the things people say to you and all of that and um, 
we consider the fact also that um, marriage is not necessarily everything. So if you do not marry, uh, which is a hard one for many people to take, um, it doesn't mean your, your world or your life has come to an end. You must have a life of your own. You must have your dreams. You must pursue them. You have a mission here on this earth. Your creator brought you into the world for a purpose. And you must aim at achieving that. Live a happy life. Develop yourself. And make a difference in society in other people's lives. Be happy with all that you you do and, and become the best of yourself. You know, then um, we highlighted the fact also that sometimes the family pressure may be a lot. Uh, we want our grandchildren. When are you going to marry and all of that? Don't allow that to push you into a wrong relationship or a, a toxic um, marriage because... It's going to be you and whoever you're getting married to living together and coping or working it out together for the rest of your life. So it must be something you're excited about. It might be something you feel comfortable about, where you feel the family pressure or the peer pressure is so much and you are unable to handle it, seek help. So maybe just to touch on those few things as um, some of the key takeaways you had actually said a lot already, Mickey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So that's the voice of Mr. Sylvester Sebaya, um, public health practitioner, pharmacist, and many other things, dad, husband, and what have you. So his slides also added a number of points to it. So we are saying that we need marriage is a big thing. And we all would or a lot of people want to get married. I remember Leticia about the fact that not in this culture largely, but in some cultures, uh, people even don't want to get married and or whatever have you. Marriage is a good thing. And it is a wonderful thing. And so, as human, we cannot know everything and uh, always have everything turn out the way we intended to. But like we have said so far, uh, as best and as much as depends on you, do the best you can to make it happen for you. I don't know why Papa Amos also want to chip in something from last week's before. And we go on to today's subject. So yes, the voice you're about to hear is your, your lovely. The, the, in fact, so today that you are hearing the two lovely voices. <laughs> it's amazing how people can't tell the difference between the two of you, your voices. I see. Uh, yeah, so that's the voice of what I must give in you're about wow, to hear. Thank yes, you. Yes. Um, I Let think me add uh, CEO of oh, uh, Hearts and Habits Foundation. Fine. Yes. That's this kind of good morning. Good good morning. morning. I'm, I'm breaking all the protocol this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Uh, How are you, well, my brother? It's, it's a lovely morning. Um, and we wish everybody well this weekend. Uh, may your weekend be restful. Now, we ask this question to help everybody to reflect whether or not they are reviewing their situation properly. So if I'm unmarried person and there's someone in my life, I have to be very clear in my mind 
the level of commitment and engagement I would make. If this is not the person for you, you must ring fence certain parts of your life so that you don't let loose those areas. Now, in an event where the person opts to go into a different relationship that ends into marriage, you are not hurt terribly. Because we're seeing individuals who need to walk out of a relationship which has not led to marriage and they are tied in there because they conclude that he's the only one or she's the only one meant for me. Well, God has many children. They've invested too much. They've invested too much, you know. So they look at the investment and there are no returns yet. So they look forward into the future for some returns when the other person is moving on. Mm -hmm. And then they literally want to blackmail them using certain uh, history that they have on the person or sometimes now you see footages of all kinds to blackmail that individual. Others have also used that to coerce others to marry them out of sympathy. Mm. And so you marry the person out of sympathy and you realize that in the marriage you are no longer going to be sympathetic because your sympathy um, inflows are no longer coming. Um, So you can't have an outlet to also give one. That is becoming a big problem. And so we want those who are unmarried to really, really be clear in their mind what it is that they're doing. Now, for those who are married also, quite interestingly, there are those who are married but still don't feel that this is the only one meant for me. And Mm -hmm. so they have some escapades. They have places where they can go and find comfort or solace or even conversations because they assume that this person I am with is not the only one meant for me and therefore I have the liberty to do what I want and what pleases me. So there's a need for those who are married not to feel that they are quarantined or are mm. in a certain cage. You know, sometimes people have this notion that when you marry, you're imprisoned. Your yeah. liberties are curtailed and yeah. therefore... Actually, sometimes they tell you at your wedding that when they are saying don't do, you don't it, know. it's you don't know. And people will tell you things like, oh, you've decided to sell your liberty. So, yeah. yeah, And those things kind of have subtle yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, influence yeah. on people's yeah. thoughts as time goes on. Yeah, especially if you don't question those things. You yeah. see, they are sublime. Yes. And they, they linger on mm-hmm. in, the, in the dark corridors of your thoughts. Yeah. And they literally bully you. <laughs> right. Bully you. You want right. to make some choices and decisions. And these thoughts buffet you all the time. Exactly. So, well, of course, that's not to say that you are at liberty to go out and do any and everything mm-mm, mm-mm. after you're married. Yeah. You know, uh, You know. this week there was data out there on oh, yeah. a, service, a survey by the statistical service. Um, which was pointing to the f- fact that about 19% of married men cheat. I was listening to a program. Married men or married women? Married men. Okay. The the women's ratio was, was like much lower. 13 or something. Yeah, it was. Or I, I can't remember the okay. figure now. Right. You know, 
Well, I mean, the other thing that actually um, caught my attention were the discussions after the data came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard one lady say that, oh, well, I think it's far higher than that. I think it's like 90% of men. <laughs> and I was like, oh, whoa, do people really think that's horribly of the men they think in our that, society? They think, that, they think that the number has been reversed and it should they, be 9-1 nine, nine and not 1-9. <laughs> well, you, exactly. Is that really the case? <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, that was a bit scary for me because I was like, that gives the impression that the perception of men cheating in our society is very high. And again, listening to that conversation, um, you notice that the point the lady made Mm. was that, oh, when she's out there hanging out with guys, everybody is talking about one escapade or the other. Mm. And so in her mind, 19 or 20% of men, married men cheating is an understatement. You know, because she thinks that all the married men or almost all the married men she's come across um, have demonstrated some form of infidelity or the other. We we need to be a bit careful about that okay. because, um, I mean, it actually drills down to the fabric of our society. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we commit to when we say we're getting married? And why are people actually exploring fun adventure pleasure outside their marital commitment you know but like um was saying um you're being married doesn't mean that you shouldn't have friends doesn't mean that you shouldn't have social uh, engagements and all of that but once you move to the next level of becoming intimate with other parties other than the person you have committed to for life um it's 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 a clear signal of a certain level of um not being able to keep to your word or keep a promise you know and it's it ends up translating into every other aspect of our lives you know mm-hmm. if i if i give you a promise i don't keep it and i don't find anything wrong with it mm-hmm. it's like anything goes and um, there are no consequences mm-hmm. You know, and people with that kind of mindset um, can can be a major hazard to society. I remember many years ago, I think I was in my national service at the time. I was in a retail pharmacy somewhere around La Paz. A young man walked in to buy condoms at lunchtime. And um, interestingly, I was working with my sister-in-law at the time. So she decided to engage the young man. A young man said, well, I've been, yes, there are other ladies who are not married but need to be serviced. And then my sister-in-law asked him, who made you the one who is responsible for providing that service? I mean, it became some kind of funny conversation, but it was also something that um, set me thinking about a lot of things that um, people consider what people think about as they set out to do things like that um so in this young man's mind he has a duty to take care of the women who are not married and he's providing some service that is acceptable you know or he's meeting a need you know but at the time you were committing to marry your partner you did not also put in that clause that, well, 
there'll be other um, ladies who may come along who may need my services for which reason I'll be available as well. Can we put build this into the contract? You know, so if you don't have that kind of agreement with your partner, um, you have no business doing that. The other interesting thing I came across in the course of the week was um, this question someone put out on uh, a social media platform that he and his wife have been married for the last 20 years and as part of their marriage agreement okay so just for you to know this was not in ghana this is somewhere um, i think in the united states or so as part of their marriage agreement they had kept it open so that means that he being a husband could go out and um, spend the weekend with a lady that um they are comfortable with mm. same for the wife the wife could also go and spend the weekend with a gentleman she was comfortable with they mm. all get to know the partners and mm. it's fine mm. and everybody will come back home mm. um i don't know whether that happens in our part of the world but these days all the kinds of things happen so the man's concern was that his wife had done it for some time they had both done it for some time and they were fine until one day she came home and said she wanted a divorce mm. And the reason was that she has met this guy who she feels she's really, really compatible with. Okay. And so she thinks that she must move on with him. And this is 20 years down the line. Wow. Yeah. And he did his very best. He went to pull up the marriage contract that they had and said, well, we both agree that when we feel we are getting drawn by the third party that we brought in, we need to get counseling. So can you please go for counseling? She was like, no, it's not time for counseling. I think this is what I really want now. And so she filed for a divorce. They got divorced and he hasn't recovered from the divorce. Every now and then he will still reach out to his wife and say, can we make amends? Can we come back? And it hasn't worked. That was some kind of interesting contract they entered into um the consequences were die for for him he didn't anticipate it to happen but it did happen so we just need to guard against opening up our relationships to that extent um opening up a relationship a marriage relationship to third party level intimacy i think is a no-no it's dangerous it can bring a lot of emotional pain, psychological pain. Of course, he talked about their two children who also had been affected by um, the ultimate divorce that had happened in their relationship. And of course, I, I, since it was on social media, I would have loved to ask him a question like, how did their children take their open relationship yeah. in the first place? Yeah. You know, so we need to guard against things that would potentially harm us mm -hmm. mentally psychologically emotionally mm -hmm. and all of that we must also define our, our space like yeah. papa Amos rightly said mm -hmm. define your boundaries very clearly mm -hmm. make it known that this is the kind of marital relationship we are having it's me and you mm -hmm. we are working it together for better for worse um for richer, for poorer. These mm. days, people have changed the vows, but uh, we've got to look at it all over again. There are reasons why 
those were penned down. Of course, I mean, some don't want the for poorer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that one doesn't, doesn't feel and sound good for me. Well, for, yeah. For many. For many. You know what? what there I, was something what, I wanted to say before. Okay. You know, Thanks. with respect yeah. to the, the statistics mm. that has been discussed, mm. I've had a lot of issues with some of these things. You know, the nature and form that they pick the sensational bits, bits yeah. and throw it out into the larger society mm. and create so much chaos. Yeah. And the conversations are not properly guided. Exactly. Let me give you an example. How do we have the propensity to be very sexually explicit on television and radio and expect the people not to become sexualized? We should ask ourselves the question. Now, I heard somebody say on one network that Ghanaians are now having more sex. And I say, come on, just look around you. Yeah. Who is deliberately socially re-engineering the community? Right. You're re-sexualizing our people. Look at the music lyrics. Mm -hmm. Look at the content. Mm -hmm. Look at the dance styles. Yeah. Look at the nudity. I mean, <laughs> I'm not so old. I'm not an octogenarian. But you growing up, I never, I never had anybody. Growing up, I never had anybody who could come on television or radio and say I'm a nudist in this country. Now you have sixteen-year-olds, seventeen-year-olds having sex parties all over the place, and these are sponsored by adults. The adults who are doing sex parties all over the place, and then you come in up a data i mean i refuse to get into the data conversation because for me the devil and statistics are my biggest care mm. <laughs> honestly because sometimes if you look at data gathered the form of questionnaire that is giving mm -hmm. the way they skew the questions right. itself we've got to interrogate some of the research that is done Everybody has their interest, and they have things they want to push across. Right. And if you haven't interrogated it very well, you would not um, appreciate the underlining, you know, uh, nuances, as Michael would say. It, it, it requires the initiated or the enlightened to see those things. Right. And those tend to be gray areas for many people. That's I mean, so if you sample, say, 100 men and you transpose it into a society, I mean, That's is it fair? Yeah. Say 100 of what you, you sampled. Yeah. I mean, if, if yeah, you sampled a certain yeah. number, I mean, your number, yeah. somebody may have a higher number exactly. and can come out with different data. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who are you asking those questions to? Yeah. Where are they? What's the, what's the level of their commitment to their values and all those kinds? I think those things come to the fore. But that's a larger conversation. Yeah. But you see, now think about it. Why would people start having open relationships when they are husbands and wives? Because you see, relational commitment is first and foremost to the person and secondly to the relationship. And both are needed yeah. to make the relationship sane. Yeah. If I'm committed to you but not committed to the relationship, I can then go ahead and be doing other things. Exactly. Yeah. I've shared elsewhere how I, I was invited to a bra in essay, in, in you know. And um, just there, I noticed people unpacking bags from the rear of their vehicle. Yeah, it's okay. For, for you know? 
essay. Yeah, I mean, so, so the bra is more like a... The bra is like a barbecue night. Lots of meats and stuff, you know. Like a barbecue, Just to study for those who don't know. Yeah, okay. Sorry, but, you know, I'm just... So I asked my host, what's happening? He said they are swapping spouses. And I was like, really? And these are decent people. These are persons who are enlightened, educated, very rich people. And the person who hosted me was a farmer. I mean, he has a huge tract of land. And so I, I was like, are you part? He said, no, no, no. He, he and his wife, they don't do those things. But some of them amongst the group. It's something they do weekends. So when they come like that on Friday, your your spouse isn't going to go with you home and go to somebody else. And I was like, so what is this supposed to mean? Yeah, and what's the goal? What's the goal? I mean, is it just pleasure? One ton, one ton pleasure, I'll call yeah. it. Dangerous you know, pleasure. And, and you have people you know, doing I, these I, kinds I, I of things. I think we should revisit this topic. You know, we discuss pleasure and pain. Yeah, the pain. This is pleasure that will inflict pain yes. ultimately. Oh, yeah. This is it pleasure is with pain. pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and, and I looked, I was completely shocked yeah. because I'd never, I'd seen it in the literature. Mm. I've read some. Uh, pieces of articles on that, but this one the first with my eyes, it. It. and people are doing it so gleefully, yeah. you know. And then these uh, stepping moms, stepping dads, mm. for instance, you are a traveler, mm. your f- be- bosom friend, they mm. call them, then they come to sort of provide support. Either paternal or maternal support. Okay. Thank well, God I hear I hear the away. paternity leave thing is now in cabinet. I'm happy. Okay. To hear that, we need yeah, leave. We, need. <laughs> we, 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 we do, but we, we do particularly, with the new breed yeah, who we are, need, who we are need more it. involved than, than back I, in the I, day I, when I, daddies I pray, were not that involved. I pray yeah. gets to parliament quickly so yeah, you <laughs> can pass pass paternity right. leave. And the main men must make sure they stay home to yeah, support. Yeah, they should stay home. Yeah. They should stay home. You, you I know, think they should put you, some you know, remedial interventions <laughs> to make sure. It really happens. The dimension I want to bring out is that. In entering into a relationship and subsequently into marriage, there are a few things that one needs to be minded of. There are religions that allow for multiple marriages right. and is legal. Yeah. So, and so that allows the man to have more than one wife, mm. but that does not allow him to have. Flanks, yes, concubines. Because yeah. I think the religion respects the fact that if you want to settle, then you must do the right thing. Yeah. If you also marry, you also get married under under the customary law. So there are customs mm. that allow for more than one. Yeah. One is so it doesn't allow for uh, is it polyandry? It doesn't allow for a a woman to have more than one husband. But it allows for a man to have multiple wives. So like if you marry under under the what do you call it? Uh, Cosmary marriage. It is. It allows. It includes what you call. Uh, it allows for multiple marriages. So the issue is that you, for us from the Christian perspective, it is one man, one machet. It is uh, one woman, one man, and under the ordinance, it is one woman, one man, and so if. You, what we are talking about is largely from the perspective of the ordinance and from the Christian dimension. But in your engagement with whoever, that's part of the process that you need to understand so that you don't get 
uh, what's the word frustrated because if you are connected to somebody whose faith believes or allows for him to have more than one wife you need to clear the lines and be aware of it not that you assume that you'll be the only because like you are saying when you see or she the only before marriage and during the marriage i think last time last time we also we also um underscored the fact that there there are persons who may even be in this um, spaces Mm -hmm. but their expectation is that it will just be the two of us Mm -hmm. that's true i know persons who share in the faith that you're talking Mm -hmm. about who were approached by men who wanted to marry them and they, their bargaining was that for me, I don't want a man to marry me and marry another woman. Mm-hmm. Very true. So those those, those yeah. are those are those are things people should have as their bargaining chip. Yeah, more than bargaining chip, you must be ready for yeah. what I'm trying to say. That in our engagement, you must know what you are going into. Yeah. What commitments? Yes, because You're signing up. They are, they are, they, they haven't they haven't had if they choose to have more than one that's wife. That's the faith. Yeah. Yeah. No, and faith and, and I like, I like the, the word you're using here is wife. Yes. Okay, because the the examples I said earlier on mm. were very they open. They are not wives. Yes, they are. So that's, yes, so that's actually why, that, I mean, it's all within the conversation that right. there's even a difference between those, uh, the cultural and the faith that allow for even multiple wives. Yes. They don't, they frown on uh, you're flirting around. Yeah, so, exactly. the, so the issue we are bringing up is that the flirting around is where the issue is. But for you, when you are settling, you should be aware of what, because sometimes somebody will say, I expected him to be committed to me. And you know that he's having a girlfriend, but he's choosing to have another wife. Mm-hmm. And you don't get it. But I'm trying to say that in your engagements, particularly pre-marriage, you should know the faith the person believes in, what right. is possible, and then that's why conversation and communication is key, so that mm-hmm. you know that this can happen. So in the event right. that it happens, they are not taking on away because they are not out of what their faith yeah. or their culture allows. Right. But if you, like we often say, don't uh, validate your assumptions and you think mm-hmm. that oh, once it's, uh, it's it's man and woman, so once it's me and her, <laughs> it's just going to be uh, yeah. me, me and him all through. And, but and if, it, it may not be so. Aha, uh-huh, because he just why. Uh, he can have that option. So we are saying that it's good in all our engagements to be aware of all this so that we uh, wrap it up all together well. Mm-hmm. And if you are under the ordinance or from the Christian perspective, you know it's a man and a woman and that limits you from any other dimension. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, welcome if you are just joining us and this is from life your regular family and enrichment and engagement program to make us drive better and to have meaningful connections you can keep your conversations contributions and queries coming and questions coming via whatsapp or telegram on 0549986996 again zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six and we'll be glad to share with the rest of the world for you uh when is he or she the only before or when you get married and have you had any experiences had any lessons you've learned how have you handled it has what have been your challenges what have been the issues that have come up for you 
you can kindly share with us and we'll be glad to share with the rest of the world. So let me come back to Sly. Right. So last week our focus was more on the pre-marriage dynamics and now today we want to go a bit more into the marriage and of course we'll still uh, ask and when dovetail back, yes, because the conversation is such like that. You mentioned earlier that the difficult thing to acknowledge is that one may not get married. <laughs> because thankfully so, Papa Emos is here. He started it last like week. So. <laughs> so, so I should start from him. Oh, I come and he comes. Well, you, you put the question. Okay. On the so board, the question. So the question then. is: Is it better to be alone than to be the way that people like do the tea way that people like using, to be in a toxic or in an un- unhelpful relationship or or for that matter marriage? Is it so with that kind of mindset, should one be careful how one goes in? Or if one finds himself in, in one, uh, is it that or then you just, oh, I'm, I'm tired, I'm going out, oh, this is not what I planned, your expectations are not met. Or there should be conditions in which if you think it should not be, you can do so. I don't know if my question is yeah, clear. Yeah, your, your, your question is very clear, Mickey. So let me start with two very practical um, scenarios I've had to deal with in recent mm-hmm. times. So this lady gets impregnated by a gentleman mm-hmm. and then she moves in. Okay. So they have the first child. Okay. A few years down the line, they have a second child. Okay. And for all this period, the gentleman hasn't performed any traditional rights or regularize the relationship in any way. So they are not married, but they are living together and they have two children. I think one is about eight or nine. The other is about three or four, Mm. you know, and then along the line, the gentleman comes up and says, well, my family says that it's not good for us to me to marry somebody from your part of the world or your tribe. Okay. So, um, they want me to find a woman from my part of the the, the country, okay. you know. And she comes in very bitter, very disappointed. Of course, she had already seen the signs. He was no longer coming home on time. When he came home, there was a lot of fights and there was a lot of tension at home. So she came for us to have a conversation. That's scenario one. Mm. Scenario two... Lady has her own job, doing very well, taking care of herself. She finds this gentleman, they are friends. One day out of the blue, the guy packs his things into her house. And she's like, well, um, why are you moving in here? So, well, when I interrogated a bit, I noticed that they had previously been intimate and all. It's like, oh, well, he wants to, the people in his house are annoying him. Like, well, that's not a reason to relocate into my house. But long story short, she didn't succeed in engaging him sufficiently to move back to wherever he was coming. Mm -hmm. So they lived together for so many years. um, Eventually get a a child. But by the time they are getting a child, there's a lot of tension in the relationship. There's... There's so much toxicity, she's not sure whether she wants to continue. But they go ahead and get married. Wow. Um, and after getting married, things have not improved in any way. So the question is, 
the day I mean, for both cases, the first yeah. one, they are not married. Yeah. The second one, they are married. Second one, do they, did they need to proceed to, into marriage considering the fact that for the seven years or so they lived together, they had a lot of issues yeah. and they could see that they had, um, I don't want to call them irreconcilable differences, yeah. but they had yeah. issues that yeah. were big issues and yeah. they realized these were going to be contentious over time. So one... Last week, we mentioned that you are not a half-human being when you came into this world. Mm. And your life can be totally complete as you live your life and you, you have a dream and a focus and you work at it on a consistent basis. I did mention that as you're pursuing your dream and you are living the best of your life, mm. um, as you are delivering good to society... Mm. Your life partner may spot you and say, this is the kind of person I want to share my life with. And the mm -hmm. two of you would connect and see that you really click and you make a good pair. Mm -hmm. So don't settle for poison. Mm -hmm. Don't settle for someone who is a vampire, uh, someone who is just going to mess up your whole life because you started off on a wrong footing with the person anyway. Mm -hmm. um, the mere fact that you got impregnated by him or you had a child with him or with her does not necessarily mean that you should settle down together for life so then, this first lady that came out was like well if he wants to move on he's not married you you've hung around him for the last eight to nine years he's not married you at this point there's no point forcing him to marry you because you've seen he's hanging out with a few more ladies and you can't cope with it. Yes. So plan your life and move ahead with your life. Mm. Don't, don't settle for a toxic relationship that will kill you earlier than your due time for mm. death. Mm. You know, And a lot of people have kind of settled in that. And I think last week, one or two people sent comments like that, that we've had to stay in this relationship because um, he was the first guy I met mm. or... He broke my virginity or initially was such a beautiful relationship. I, I had all the great dreams and aspirations, but things have suddenly turned around. Mm. If he hasn't married you and you can move on, move on. And what seems to happen to a lot of people is that they get bashed mentally, emotionally, psychologically to the extent that they feel they are incapable of taking care of themselves beyond a certain point okay. so they they become super dependent emotionally psychologically even physically and financially mm. so they're struggling at that point you need to get help get some counseling because really um this toxic partner can make you feel a less and um, better self uh, I'm, I'm not using the right expression. Less capable than you actually are. Okay. And for which reason? You lose, you lose your self-esteem. Mm. You lose your self-worth. Self mm. And things you could do so well previously, you kind of condemn yourself to nothing. Mm. And you no longer uh, wake up with a spark in your, in your spirit, excited about life. You're just like, well, I'm just hanging in here. And that's, that's dangerous for you. So it's important to identify these things. And, and we did speak about them last week. I, I would 
just touch on them very quickly and then let Papa Miki take on. One, do a very critical assessment of your situation. Mm -hmm. And if you know it's toxic, take a very, very important decision to move on, especially when you're not married, mm -hmm. especially when you can see clear signs. When the, when the handwriting is on the wall, you can see all the red flags. Um, before the guy has married you, he's beating you, he's making you feel very useless, even in public, insulting you, abusing you in all forms and manners. You've got to just guard against it. Assess the issues of compatibility. Do we share the same dream? Do we share the same faith? Do we share the same vision? Do we connect at a certain level that will help me grow, that will help our relationship make bring out the best out of each of us? If we're not connecting at that level, there's no point I mean, I'm not just going to hang in here because um, I impregnated her or she, uh, she has a baby for me, you know. So those decisions must be critically looked at, get the relevant or the necessary support where you feel incapable and be guided. The last thing I'll say is that take a decision that you know is good for you. Don't sacrifice your, your happiness, your peace, your joy, your, your whole future because you want to be called a missus mm -hmm. or you want to go with a certain title so that people that used to mock you seemingly, I mean, sometimes the people who are mocking you are actually worse off than yourself. Mm -hmm. So you don't even have to bother about them. Mm -hmm. You know, don't pursue frivolities, things that are really of no essence mm -hmm. uh, when you are sacrificing your very life for it. Live a life that is good for your health, mental health, emotional health, psychologically. If you have a child out of that relationship that did not end up in marriage, give life your best push. You can be able to support that child, come out a great person, um, get the partner to provide the necessary financial support. There are times that the guys don't. It doesn't matter. Get the needed support if you can. If it's not happening, just tell yourself, well, this could have been a child of a father who died two weeks after my child was born. I will have to raise this child all by myself. Life goes on and it's doable. Okay. Wow. Thank you for... for so let me ask a question before Amos comes in. So, what you are saying, let me bring in the popular word, or the, the infamous word. Does it mean that the coefficient <laughs> of cohabitation is not equal to marriage? Oh, Mickey, what kind of scientific analysis is that? <laughs> to which what I'm asking is, does it mean that, like in the two stories you give, cohabiting, which is becoming quite popular these days, it's not the same as marriage. Is that oh. what you are trying to establish? Yes. And that not. marriage is a proper defined activity that is not ambiguous in any way. Exactly. Following whatever needs to be done to get you married, based on the laws of your country, the faith you share, and then what your customary or family rights or, or requirements are for marriage. You need to do those things. So living with a, a, a man or a woman under the same roof, when you have not duly married them, it's not the same 
It's not the same as marriage. Okay. Okay. It's not. I mean, uh, of course, I'm not an expert at the law, mm-hmm. but um, the law protects um, certain categories of people. But if you are legally married to somebody, you mm-hmm. are fully protected by the law. If your spouse dies intestate, mm-hmm. you are covered. Mm-hmm. If you are cohabiting and your your partner dies, I don't even know whether that will still be called intestate because it's not married to you. Um, if your part your cohabiting partner dies, I'm not too sure what the law says. Um, pardon me, but if you were married. The, the outcomes will be totally different. Mm. So I don't think we should treat the two um, lightly. I mean, again, let me bring in the customary bits because yes. if you are customarily married, yes. again, there's some level of protection for you. Yes. You know, but if you're just cohabiting, your, your parents just know that, well, that's a guy you have three children with. Mm. He's never come to do knocking. He's mm. never come to ha- ask your hand in marriage. Mm. He keeps promising, oh, you know, things that we're working at it. Mm. And for 15 years, nothing happens. He, you, you're gambling, kind of. And you've just told yourself that this is how I want, I want it. I'm ready for the consequences. So it's good to critically analyze those situations and and do something that is in the best interest of both parties. Okay. Again, I mean, it's not just for the, the woman, it's also for the man, you know, because there are times when, even when there are people are legally married, one yes. party dies and the family comes scrambling for their property and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. At least under those circumstances, the law can protect you. Yeah. If you're just cohabiting mm-hmm. and one party dies and they come, throw you out of the house the next day, you and your children, you're in the streets, you, they've messed you up completely. And there's very little that can defend you because there are, um, I'm not sure there are sufficiently strong legal um, elements that can support your case. I may be wrong because I said I'm not an expert mm-hmm. in that field. So it's, it's always better if you can be married, but if you see this is not a candidate for marriage, Please do not proceed. Are we bashing? Yes, sir. All right. Thank you very much. Amos, Papa Amos, let me sure come well. to you now. You've had slice input into this whole conversation of is it better not to or to? And what are the irreducible minimums as you like to say that one needs to consider? And in the event that one is in one or is going to get into one, what must be one's posturing? Uh, to meander this sweet but delicate I think that um, for anyone to consider settling down with another person they should ask themselves the question Mm -hmm. whether they are ready, Mm -hmm. they themselves Mm -hmm. their own state of preparedness for the journey that they are seeking to pursue Mm -hmm. now the second thing would be to also appreciate that whoever is coming your way is different from you and therefore you must have a philosophical position that says that differences should not disturb us. We should be able to create harmony out of the various you know, differences that we have. Right. Difference in how you see things, difference in your processing of issues, difference in how you respond to matters and all those things, because they will come to the fore once you start engaging with the person deeper than just the surface, you know, level relationship that we often have. 
Now, the third one would be how you are going to deal with issues as they come up. Because every day something new will come up. Mm. That's the reality of life. So, for instance, now pregnancy comes up. How would people manage that? Okay. Are we ready to handle pregnancy, for instance? Um, children would have to go to school at a certain point. What is your own place or where is that person's place of preparedness to deal with recurring issues? Because issues will come. Not necessarily infidelity and those things. Oftentimes, when you talk about issues, people are looking at infidelity. But dealing with in-laws, for instance, in-law relationships, when there happens to be sibling rivalry in the family and you are caught there, if you're not careful, you'll be caught up in a crossfire. You know, how do you manage these realities of life? They are friends. Uh, That person may have friends. Uh, If she's a lady, she may have male friends especially if you went to mixed school. Um, how are you going to deal with those things? Because these are real, everyday issues, career issues. How do you balance work with love? Mm-hmm. How do you make sure you're winning at work without necessarily losing mm-hmm. at love? Because some may be winning at work, but they're losing at love. Others may be losing at love, but will be winning at work. So how are you going to do that? How, how are you going to manage that kind of space? Now, Uncle Sly talked about compatibility. I know that he's not talking about that sameness that sometimes people want to pursue. You know, people construe compatibility to be sameness. And you remember uh, Dr. Hobson said... He's uh, big on that. Yes, he's very big on that. (laughs) Myself, I have a a lot of... um, concerns when I hear people say I'm leaving the relationship because we are incompatible and I ask them what do you really mean because myself sitting here sometimes I'm incompatible with myself and yet I I live look at me I'm I'm trichotomy I'm trichotomy you are tripartite spirit soul and body sometimes my spirit wants something my body doesn't like like this morning um, I woke up at 3am and I realized that no 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 no, I woke up too early I decided to slip back into bed only mm-hmm. to discover that I have overslept. Oh. The body said, stay, stay, stay. Then I said, no, I have a commitment. I have a commitment to come to farm life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. for, you know, so uh, you, you as a solitary individual who mm-hmm. is tripartite, mm-hmm. if you share in the spirit, soul, body narrative, yeah. Yeah. you will realize how sometimes your mind is fighting your body yes. and sometimes your spirit yes. and your mind gang up against your body but, and your yeah. body has to come into alignment. Yeah. I share with the teenagers, one time I was in Milan, climbed into some 38th floor of a building. Okay. Wow. Then I had this thought that says, jump down like Rambo. Yeah. Really? Yeah! <laughs> jump down like Rambo. I said, the devil is a liar. <laughs> you know, I had to, for a minute, bring Back myself into yeah, alignment. Yeah, so, for a moment, you realize that you are becoming incompatible with your own so, self. Yeah. And sometimes you want to be quiet, but there is a certain strong nudge or edge in you right. to speak out. Mm. You know, so 
We as human beings, that's why I always say it's illusionary. It's, it's elusive for me to go and look for a person who's compatible with me. Yeah. Even when you look at your blood races, mm, you know, negative or positive, negative or positive yes. you would definitely find somebody who is there. But of course, knowing the extent to which both of you are not same mm. or similar mm. helps you to relate to the other party. Yeah, 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 very right on that, you know, and, and but like you are saying, that is the challenge of humanity. Mm. We expect others to be like us and do not realize that they being who they are and us being who we are is what balances the equation. Mm. And, and so it behoves both of us to be amenable to each other, yeah. to manage our differences effectively. Mm-hmm and to learn to converge mm. yeah. and i always tell people that the convergence point because you see there are many strands like Amos was saying when it comes to finance when it comes to uh, romance when it comes to uh, what uh, spirituality when it comes to whatever even uh, communication communication <laughs> health yeah. so sometimes yeah. that's that's where you are stronger so maybe a, a, a wife or a lady is getting is connected to a married to a gentleman who that's not as it were it's not very romantic mm-hmm. and but she is because she's a relational kind and he's mm-hmm. a transactional kind mm-hmm. so she expects him to match up the romance yeah. but that is not his strong point so exactly. if you say meet me halfway then it's 50 percent but in such a situation you may have to you have to overextend build, build, build the convergence yes so, so you're going exactly or 80 20 yeah or 90 because, 10. because it's a balance of many things exactly you were attracted to each other by different things exactly you know exactly. and you should never come to the point where you are thinking that we must all be same at all the levels exactly it, it will never happen exactly. i mean it will be a very unusually rare events to occur yes. where you and the man are the same at all levels, I tell you, even I, your height mm, and i tell you mm, that even, even when a person yes. is in a relationship yes. and anytime you have a certain thought your spouse thinks the same way mm. anytime you have a certain idea your spouse or husband has the same you, a time will you, come, you'll, you'll be bored. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. see, this is That's where true. people make others become redundant because yeah. they say, well, we all think alike. Mm. So, so I don't even need to consult. Exactly. Yes. You know, so there's there's some beauty to be gained similarity when there is similarity and when there is dissimilarity. Yes. That this similarity should not disturb people. Yes. For me, it's something that is at the heart of relational health. Yes. If I can say, Mickey thinks of his feet. Mm. I am a processor, so mm-hmm. I'm painstaking. Mm-hmm. I should not be disturbed mm-hmm. by Mickey's approach. Exactly. I should have forbearance, yes. a larger heart, yes. to accommodate Mickey's yes. way of doing things. Of course, that does not mean he gets stuck into that rut and he, never he change so better, where he, yes. he is able to change. Yes. But you see a lot of people, you're almost literally being strangulated yeah. by the other party yeah. to be just like that. Exactly. But and it doesn't work. No, 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 no. no. It, it I mean, the, the theory of creation, which is male and female, mm. God created them mm. itself, mm. shows it's us variety. that there is, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So I, I, I want people to begin to think carefully because if the person can't celebrate your uniqueness, mm. mm-hmm. 
they will not be able to embrace your difference. Yeah, yeah that's and that's very yeah. true. Please repeat. If they can't celebrate your uniqueness, mm. they will never embrace your difference. Mm. And you see, largely it's it's hinged to the element of our self-awareness, the degree of self-awareness, mm. yeah. and then our ability of adaptability. And like Amos used the word forbearance. I think I remember this acronym that we speak about foot. Mm, uh, foot forgive, yes, yeah. overlook, overlap, yeah. and tolerate. Without being uh, tolerant, you can't have a meaningful marriage. Mm-hmm. You get me? But sometimes we want everything our way. So that's where then the leaves come out of the degree of selfishness as opposed to selflessness. Because if everything has to favor you your way, and you are not willing to bend over backwards sometimes, and when you do, then all hell must break loose. Then there, there's not going to be good, a meaningful harmony. And there are strengths, even when it comes to managing money. Yeah. Some people are, are frugal, some people are very good managers, yeah. some people are not. It's not because they're not trained well, but by a combination yeah. of their personality traits yeah. and their nuances, they're not able to handle money well. That's and that's where and why we the convenience is important. And exactly. uh, sharing and working together is important. Otherwise, then what happens is then is that when one is controlling, you may be making all the wrong choices and decisions and just because you are male. And then the woman uh, has to forbear all that and in the end, you all end up in a ditch. So we all must be mutually respectful and then considerate, speaking from each other and yeah. learning as we go along. You know, you know when I became deputy director, um, along the line, there were some committees and stuff being formed and all that. Then um, they wanted me to handle money. And I said to one of the guys next to me that, I am not a kid, I am not a And so I took a position. So for 16 years, I will not handle their money. When they go for a meeting, they are discussing finance. I don't talk about it. I just listen. If I have a note, I write it and give it to my boss. But you know that everybody must know where their yes, competences yes. are. Yes. Because yes. see, if some people think that it is only weaknesses that can be a put off. But I no, tell you, what I've seen is strengths have rendered spouses redundant. That's true. Because the person is so strong that he feels they are good alone instead of being better together. Right. I, I agree with you. Right. know, there was this friend of ours, she's in the US now, she's called Carol. And she used to make this statement that your strength can be your weakness. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. When your strength goes to a certain point, it becomes a weakness. Yeah. Because when it should pause for it to pick in another one to come in, you're taking over the whole exactly, show. Exactly. Exactly. So, for instance, you are an orator. Yes. You and your spouse are having conversation. Mm-hmm. What's what do you have some uh, what you, you know, 20 minutes, you're giving yeah. a speech. Monologue. <laughs> 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 has nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <your> dialogue. <laughs> okay, now, well, they had some very significant things that were going to <laughs> move all of you yeah, forward. Uh-huh. Look, my dear ones. Yes. Home, home now, my own castle. <laughs> we, 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 we have to take a break. If you are just joining us, we are having this interesting conversation, but meaningful. And, you know, it's, it's life altering. Though we are smiling and laughing and sometimes jesting, but the substance of what we are saying is that it's a beautiful thing, but give it attention. And sometimes we get it wrong, intentionally or unintentionally, sometimes things just happen. <laughs> you know, but when it's happened, sometimes reflect, re, uh, re, re, retrace, review, 
and then see whether you have to carry on or you have to uh, rewind and do something else because so that your life becomes the fullness of what is meant to be and not short change because of the consequences that happen uh, we want to take a short break this is from life life on city 97.3 fm and brought to you especially by lily rice lily tasty food happy family and i'm in the studio with mr sylvester sebaya and elder amos kevin Annan. my name is michael and uh, please stay tuned you can keep your comments and contributions coming via text or whatsapp and your questions as well on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six again zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six when i come back i'll be asking my wonderful guys here some serious questions and then we'll go to the panel as well and take a few of the comments we are keeping it real you can share your experience with us and we'll be glad to share with the rest of the world as well you can ask your questions and we'll get it on together thank you Please stay tuned and we'll be right back. The city is alive on 97.3. The other day, as I was in my kitchen preparing my special jollof made with Lily Rice for my family, I heard the knock at the door. It was my mechanic. Instead of calling me to pick my car, he bought it himself. I said, Cho, he said, FO. I said, Take the car back. I will come and pick it myself. As I turned off the fire from under the lily jollof, there was another knock at the door. It was my neighbor. I said, neighbor, neighbor. He said, F-O, my dog has jammed your wall again, oh. I said, don't be silly. You don't have a dog. My wife and kids came home, and we saw that he enjoyed. So, it was my pastor. He said, bless you. I said, bless you too. He said, did he come to church on Saturday? I said, Acho, but uh, why are you coming to tell me this on Wednesday? Having to fend off visitors at mealtimes because of Lele's tasty aromatic rice? Celebrate every mealtime by sharing with friends and family near or far. Lele, tasty food, happy family. This advert is FDA approved. The city is alive on 97.3. Stay true to the 
Yeah, welcome back and thanks for sticking and staying. When is he or she the only one? Before or before marriage or during marriage. Now let me take some of my messages on the console and then I'll I'll delve deep with my colleagues, my lovely colleagues here in the studio. Sharon says, good morning from life. Please, I have been married for four years now. Ten months into the marriage, my husband cheated on me. And when I found out, he said when I was pregnant and I was in my eighth month and he wanted sex and I said I was tired, he went out with his friends and it happened. Hmm... It was just one day that I told him I was tired. So I forgave him and I didn't say anything to anyone. Just last week, I found out again that he's cheating on me and I don't even know how to ask him about it because I feel like he will lie to me again. And the most painful part is that sometimes I feel like he doesn't love me and he only married me because of what I have and what I when what he can get. Please, what should I do? Okay, so please take note. This one we'll try and answer this before we go on with the rest of our conversation. So share with the rest or you want to okay, so let me read the other one. Good morning from life. My name is Kofi. I'm thirty six years of age from Tema West. I'm coming from six what six family. I'm coming from a family of six, six okay, yeah. and I'm the third born by the first son of my parents, okay, so there mm. are six siblings, he's the third born and he's the first boy to the, parents. to the parents. Only one of us has married officially, but the rest have given birth. Fast track, my parents, my siblings and friends are now putting pressure on me to get married. Even my genius don't respect me again and don't involve me any more insensitive information. 
I need a serious help. I salute by you, Papa Amos. Okay, so please address this too before okay, we carry on. Let, yes. let me speak to Kofi's issue and yes. then Sly may take the first one. Okay. Now, um, Kofi, 36 years, you are, you're a young man. Um, you still have some years ahead of you. We don't marry out of pressure. When you marry out of pressure, the strange thing is that the pressure on you will never cease. Other pressures will come. It's like those who desperately marry. What I have seen is that the desperation is never cured by marriage. Mm. So they go into marriage and they are desperate spouses. Yeah. What you should do is to be seen to pre be preparing for life first and foremost. Then also, ask yourself whether you have plans to marry. Because some people don't have any plan whatsoever about marriage at all. Yes. So marriage actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. They say to them that, mm. So he's just taking a journey and then marriage happens. So you should be clear in your mind. Mm. I always tell my singles, if you haven't found your life, don't look for love. Because chances are that you would misplace yes. them. Yeah. You see, some people would put the whole love thing above life itself. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. life actually supports your love endeavors. Exactly. So there's a need for you to be clear in your mind. What are the clear objectives I've set for myself for this life? And what are the timelines of activities, including the prospect of getting married? Yeah. Don't also be seen to be always working with different lady, different lady, different lady, because that will send a signal that you may be explore, exploiting yeah. uh, these persons to your own advantage. But as for family, they would always be concerned, yeah. because if they were not concerned, I would be surprised. Definitely. Families are always concerned. And we should grant them, because sometimes they mean well, except that the way they go about it may be what maybe unfriendly or unfair to you, but hope alive, it shall be well. Mm. Okay, thank you. Okay. Almost, yes. Well, so the Sharon, yes, um, I, I think 10 months into a marriage and an affair comes up and then subsequently you are discovering other things, um, gives you a sign that there are many underlying issues that's probably you have not touched on um you didn't talk much about how much conversation you guys have mm. and um the level of detail you guys go into when you talk i think you need to have a very frank and open conversation with your husband um if you need to seek counseling for both of you i think you should actually because um I kind of see something deeper than just the affair that you have uncovered um, here um, because one, if for any reason, and, and in, in, in a married relationship, there'll be many times when you want sex and you will not get it yeah, exactly. because um, your partner could be sick. Yeah. I mean, it could be unwell for yeah. a whole year. What would you do with yourself yeah. for that period? Yes, you know, so... It's it's important that um, you you have a very deep um, discussion 
with your partner or your husband and then if possible um, go to your counselors and get some help because there's more to it than um, you have just highlighted I'll keep it that short okay. I want to say that um, Sharon has just brought out the element of what we are discussing that when yeah. it's she mm -hmm. the only one so yeah. in this case, it's appearing you're not the only the one only in one. his life. Yeah. And that is the complexity of marriage sometimes. Right. Sometimes people come in, they want to eat their cake and have it. Yeah. Sadly. You know, we have frailties, we have strengths, we have weaknesses, which now we call growth areas. So sometimes some people have values, some have morality issues. Yeah. It's, it's a whole combination of so many things. That's so sometimes it's not just a one stroke taking all then there's an element of there are those who are have that challenge but are willing mm -hmm. and then to the next help. thing yeah to get help yeah. but there are those who have that challenge and are unwilling because they don't Be see anything don't wrong, see anything wrong, with, wrong what with it doing. and they think that it's my life it's my yeah. body i can do what i want to do so those are also the issue is not just a, a small subset is you have to unwrap and like i said sometimes the two of you can do it. some even get angry when you bring it up exactly. and some two tantrum some and where them the, that person or the man tends to be the the one who has the financial wherewithal or the economics and uh, dynamics that holds the family then now they want to use blackmail and trace withholding yeah. resources, resources and yeah. trying to make you feel <laughs> you get me just to manipulate you and to control you so that either you Keep quiet, or then you leave. Kind of, and sometimes I don't want you to leave, and so many things. So though it looks simple, it can be complex. So yeah. like you said, uh, see where they can have a conversation and get help. And some of them too, not even seek, accept help. Like if you want to bring in a counselor or a third party, they say you are disgracing me. I want to accept it. You can't tell a member of my family. So sometimes it can get tricky yeah. and, and complex. But that's that, that's, that's true. Notwithstanding, there's a need to. Uh, get it addressed because sometimes it's just a foretaste of what lies ahead. Can you deal with this for the rest of your life? Yeah, because exactly. Like Papa, I must bring the expression. Say some people say they are what incurably what flirtatious. Oh, they oh, yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So that means that they have concluded that they, that's who they are. They, so they, themselves themselves they have diagnosed that yes. solution. Yes. So such a person is not willing ah. for change. Yeah. And no, so for a person yes. like that, you. I mean, uh, the 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 main concern, mm. especially for the partners. Mm. Of such people what would they is bring home? Exactly. exactly what would they bring home yes. is a big issue yeah and so you know apopo bibri it's it's scary and yeah. you know um again i'm going to quote this survey statistics again they said that um hmm, i missed the percentage but it was quite high a lot of people between the ages of 18 and 24 are having unprotected sex mm -hmm. now so what that means is that i mean of course you can stretch it all the way to 60 and beyond mm -hmm. so if your partner is what uncontrollably splitatious self-diagnosis is dangerous exactly so he doesn't want the cure is a is a posture of saying I won't yeah I, I won't change yes yeah you know for people like that the partners need to take a very firm stand mm -hmm. just to mm -hmm. protect themselves protect 
the whole mm -hmm. their health mm -hmm. you know because if they've tried to get all the help counsel everything the partner will not respond i think just allowing him to be and she also keep into her space mm -hmm. is the safest thing to mm -hmm. do you know because you don't want a situation where he's bringing you um all kinds of um Wahala. diseases that yeah. you you struggle you with for the rest for, of your you didn't bargain for and you'll be love. struggling with for the rest of your life so sharon i think that um you can ask for any of the numbers of the <laughs> only, only of one of the three of us after and we'll be able to assist you. We'll be willing to assist you to see what and how far we can go on yeah. this issue. You, you mentioned the issue of uh, persons who um, have the thought that they have been, they are aging. Mm. Um, yeah. Whether or not everybody must marry. Yes. Truth be told, not everybody will get a spouse. Yes. If you look at the statistics in terms of numbers of mm -hmm. people population size mm -hmm. you realize that the bare face of it yes. it's not practical to yes. assume that everybody will marry mm -hmm. but it's reasonable to also assume that many people will marry yes. now if you form part of the many mm -hmm. that's fine but if you're not part of the many that doesn't bring an end to your life it is important for people to appreciate that there's a likelihood that some of them may not. But isn't it the case that society itself, like um, the gentleman wrote, that he's not even considered for decision-making. The, the younger people or genius are, as it were, respected or valued over him. I actually wanted to interrogate that. Because, because he's not married. You know, sometimes there's this cultural or social dynamic where it's like, yeah. at a certain age, you should be married. That shows your responsibility. They put a but, clock by you. Yes. So then, well, sometimes if you are putting big money on the table, they won't despise you like that. Uh -huh, okay, that, that, uh, yes. so, so that's also so, the other dimension. Yeah, they. I'm not. I'm not necessarily concluding, but that is just a marriage alone. Yeah, it may not just this. be the marriage alone. Yes. They want to. I mean, your voice is heard yeah. when you make good points and when you are making contributions. Okay. So I think that what Amos said to is another uh, fact that we, we need to. We need. We need to. We need to realize that. Uh, society also needs to realize that not everybody is marriage material mm. and so that's also part of what the trouble is mm. sometimes we put pressure on people get married get married and he himself or she has, she herself knows that i don't have i don't have marry. i don't, want I don't, marry. I don't have what it takes i don't want to be a wife i want to be a mother right yet because of the pressure then they go into so then the one they get married to is the one who bears the brand of yeah. of that yeah. of that decision which is so i think that Society too should sometimes listen to people's perspective yeah. and then accord them that respect that some may decide not to get married. And if they do, once there are others within the family who can procreate, because some say, you know, the typical expression, I want my grandchild and, and because they want the family to go on. They don't want yeah. the family to extinct. So they have a fair point. But sometimes listen to that person too. If they are not ready or they are not prepared or they do not want to, sometimes let's not push them against their will. So in the yeah. end, then... Somebody else bears the brand because that person is not married material and was not interested in it. In they had to do it to please to others. Please others. Yeah. And and where you think the pressure is mm -hmm. too much, withdraw. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't stay too close to those yeah. that give you the, the pressure. pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. keep your distance mm -hmm. so that you are not compelled to do things yeah. you didn't plan to do. Okay. At the end of the day, it's your life, and you find yourself. I mean, in the interesting it. thing about life is that at every level of life, there's some amount of pressure. Yeah. 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 I like. Uh, by Pastor Eastwood's book, Pressure of the People. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will encourage everybody to mm -hmm. read it. I mean, sometimes people do things 
because they they say ah he made me do it yeah. at that point be. it means that you've lost personal responsibility yeah. Yeah. to make a choice exactly. or to take a decision so please don't come under that weight it's real out there but you can manage find it. a way of not allowing that to get under yes. your skin exactly one way is to say that if buck finally starts with me and i'm responsible, responsible for the consequences for if i get married Am I ready to be a husband and then also a father? Am I ready to go through all the... So those are the things sometimes that will help you to reflect on the issue. Let's take some... I think I know what messages. I'm not able to ask my deep question yet, but let me... Let's <laughs> sort out the console too. Um, okay, Fia from Techcom for Koforidria writes, Good morning, farm life. Please, I have gone through some issues last year and I'm trying to put my life together. But the guy I'm dating is so negative. There's nothing I have ever discussed with him that he brings out positive response from it before. He always brings my spirit down. Worst of this, I don't like telling him stuff about me. I'm really tired of this. Can I have some advice? I'm grateful. So please take note. I read the number of them. So that's FIA. Uh, so please take note of FIA's concern. And then another question also writes. Ineffective basic communication is killing my relationship. We are together but act single. We are going apart instead of together. It is clear we are sinking very fast. We know what to do to keep us afloat. However, however, that responsibility is shifted on me. I do my bit but it's not reciprocated. Why must the basic things be hard to exercise? I'm tired. Talk to me, guys. So that's an question. Another question is that simple communication is looking down. I think we'll try and open the phone. Well, I'm happy that Nana has been able to diagnose the issue. Okay, yes. I so mean, I haven't been able to diagnose. Let me add this, then we are moving. Mamiya says, good morning. The problem that you think the guy is, the problem is you think that the guy is great, but they show different sides of them when a child comes into the picture. You see how self-centered and unsupportive you start a family. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's another. Okay, so okay, okay, let me add. Let me add. Okay, let me add. Sure? Okay, Teddy's on his long. So, uh, or should I add Teddy? Yes, okay, let me add Teddy's. Right. Yeah. So, Teddy, I'm at a few from in, 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 in Sakina in the Gang West area. Says, Good morning, farm life. Or, Good morning, family as well. Today, continue education. A uh, continue discussion. Important word I've learned is choices. We have to choose well in every aspect of life if we want to have at least comfortable and peaceful life. It's very difficult to have 100% comfortable and peaceful way of life, but it's wiser to choose your choices well before you start. Yeah. All right, so, so this is more like a comment, contribution. a contribution. Thank you very much, Teddy. We are grateful. Okay, let me read that one. Good morning, Farm Life. Are your programs recorded? And if they are, where can I find these recorded ones? You are doing an amazing job changing life and destinies. Thank you and good work. That's every blessing. Okay, so it's on Spotify. So if you go to Spotify and you type in City 97.3 FM and you type in Farm Life, it will display the whole console. If, it's, if you type in Farm Life, it will lead you to the topics here. So that's where you can find it for a real listen or review as the case may be. Alright, so please just yes, address if we are an accuracy and Mommy asked if yes. So who go first? Okay. So if you're if you're is dating a guy who is very negative, mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm glad she's identified the problem. Um, if this dating has been going on for some time and she's not seeing a change, I think she needs to advise herself because um, this is just the beginning. Yes. Um, I don't see it changing. Of course, he may go through some counseling and he may revise his position or review his stand, but if he's naturally negative, there are people that are just fault finders. Exactly. And they are very pessimistic. Exactly. You know, it's a personality so, thing. Yes. You have the optimist and the pessimist. So it comes natural. So, so by default, if he's killing go. your yes. spirits, he may not be the right partner for you. Yeah. You may have to advise yourself and opt out. Um, tough as it may be, it might be the wise of two decisions. Yeah. Um, choose to escape now than to get tied into a long life, a lifelong yeah. relationship that yeah. will become a misery for you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Papa Amos. Um, Nana Kwesi and... Yeah, he talking about Nana, Nana Kwesi. Yes. Nana Kwesi's own had to do with the fact that um, um, communication, communication is a problem you he have identified you you've, you've identified the problem mm. now and what i took note of was that both of us have identified the issue mm. but he, on him. he has to he has to run it so he has to happen mm. you know i remember he says he's tired. i remember mm. posing some questions whilst i was in nigeria mm. to mm. these bishops mm. you say you are the head of your wife mm. to wait you are a leader mm. okay so the question is what kind of a leader are you? Mm. How mm. are you leading your wife? Mm. Passive, active. And, and where are you leading Con her to? Con controlling. <laughs> controlling. Engaging. <laughs> and where are you? And where are you leading your wife to? Mm. You see, for for him, he has seen that he has responsibility. Mm. Right. There's there's a, there's a cross to every crown. Mm. So he needs to take decision by sobering down yeah. you see when ego is in the space mm -hmm. charlie you pitch your foot oh, the father was you know you know before you go and let me announce the phone lines before you go and i ask some people a question about when it comes to engaging intimacy and i tried to demonstrate physically and i said i stood about uh, a meter away or like six years away or you know and then I tried to step on the person's foot and I couldn't. And I said, can I step on your foot? Well, I, did I step on your foot? And then uh, she said no. And I came closer. About, uh, and I, I tried, I couldn't. I said, am I stepping on your foot? And he said no. And then I came really close. And then I stepped <laughs> on her foot. And I said, am I stepping on your foot? And he said yes. And I said, what did it take for me to step on your foot? He said, because you have to be careful. Yes. So it's often those who are closest who yeah. step on our feet more. So we need to have that mindset that because of the closeness, there will there be a lot of be. rubbings yeah. and scrubbings and on bed. So you see a lot of mindset change in marriage needs to take place for all of us. And it's not easy. Yeah. Some are able to manage it quicker and easier. Some are not. Even level of adaptability varies from person to person. And all that has a feature in the process. But like Papa Yambo was saying, we need to uh, support the process. So, so, than, yes. Yeah, maybe. Okay, please let me know the phone line so we can take a few messages. Yeah, so you can get to us via phone briefly on 0302-230-075. Again, 0302-230-075 or 0302-224-959. Again, 0302 224 
0809-500-959. So the phone lines are activated. Just to add on, mm -hmm. um, so Nanakwesi's other challenge could be that he's not seeing the contribution that his wife is making mm -hmm. as far as trying to address the communication challenge. Yeah, yeah. The question is, why is he not seeing it? Yeah. Is it that everything is done by him and his wife is not responding at all? Sometimes we are blind to the efforts the other party is making. Yeah. And when it comes to communication, is the two of us sitting and talking. Yeah. So I must listen to you. And based on what you say, I will know how much, you're, how much input you are making. I may also, it also helps me identify your strengths. Okay, so mm -hmm. he may have some strengths in the area of communication, which his wife does not have, which is normal and acceptable. Mm -hmm. But he needs to embrace the little, little efforts his wife is making and actually give her a pat on the back. Okay. He shouldn't get tired. Yeah. Um, now, see, this is my personal appeal to you. Don't get tired mm -hmm. because um, it might take your effort, your forbearance, your yeah. patience, yeah. your coaching, mm -hmm. and your gentle handling yeah. to bring her to the place that you want her to be. Yeah. I mean, some people's way of communicating, communicating is just sitting and looking at each other yeah. and yeah. smiling. Yeah. <laughs> it's communication. You know, to other people, it will be very irritating. You know, there are some person types or personality traits where the person especially to read their mind. And that's their yeah, default mode. Uh, I mean, so they speak very little and they expect you, if you conclude. love them, you want to conclude or to read she's upset and asking so anything also, wrong. Uh, oh, yes. and anything so that my know, appeal to those people is that yes. please open up exactly, and speak exactly. up because if, uh, we cannot read your mind and a lot of people have that expectation and yeah. ladies forgive me if yeah. I'm being sounding unfair yeah. but a lot of no, ladies expect it. Mm. They expect that oh I was I thought you knew yeah. I, I you did this thing no, the morning. No, no, you should know. You should, you should know. know. But you are the one who did this thing this morning. You should know it by now. Uh, <laughs> I've said so it a few just times. Open up no, and speak can. up mm. on the issue so that it's just fair. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should take a few. Yes. More. Oh, there's a third one. Mommy, see, uh, uh, mommy, or my, mommy. Was it no, I think okay. we addressed. We addressed it. Eh? Yes. I forgot what so this, morning, this, my name is Amma from Tema. Mm -hmm. I have a fiance who is always busy at work, and due to this, we really meet. Rarely, uh, rarely, rarely meet or chat, chat or talk or talk. How do I deal with this? Also, please, can I get one of the panelists' contacts so I can explain the situation because I'm a bit confused now. Okay, so please, go on actually give me a quick attention and we go on to the next Amma, uh, Schedule meetings. Schedules, schedules, schedules can m mitigate against your ability to meet, but we don't always have to meet before we can chat. I mean, I'm sure that this person has break time so you may want to look at his break times to connect even if he's working or you should have a certain guideline with respect to okay you can early morning before you get to the office let's a quick word or just when you're out of the office and you know, sometimes people have the notion that they are being monitored mm. Mm. <laughs> between the time you set off from oh, home and, and the time you get, get to the office, office and by the time you're leaving office and getting home you know that space yeah the little add is that just like we spoke about people who want you to read their minds there are people who are transactional right. or they are drivers or they are goal-oriented such mm. people are largely not relational so for a transactional person, 
their work, getting results, achieving yeah. is, and that's what they make their world great because they are always breaking forth new territory. Once, so, once, once you've jumped into a relationship, so, you so, must make time so, for the so relationship. The, so the next thing to realize is that we need, you need to, like Evelyn said, try those options. If it continues, then ask yourself, can I live with such a thing? Because mm. you may change over time to a certain degree. Like we are saying, is there a, there's a cousin? Okay. The, 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 but the convergence thing will happen. Maybe you bring the relation, the, the romance or the relational dimension. Mm-hmm. Because there are, there are people who are relational people and there are people who are transactional people. And so if you if you are a relational person, you expect the person to be relational. Yeah. But if he's a transactional person, he will provide, make great things. So sometimes it's, you yeah. have to support that as they also learn to be a little more uh, rela- relational. Yeah, me, well, but you, Mickey, mm. generally women want times of engagement, conversation. Yes. 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 So you cannot be awake all the time, Definitely. busy all the time. Definitely. There must be time made for that time of interaction, yeah. having um, time by themselves. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be in person. Like she said, she mm. wants a phone call, mm. she wants to chat, mm. she wants to talk. Mm. So if you are very busy at work, free up some time on your weekends. Yes. Have mm. dedicated time on weekends for mm. um, your relationship. Otherwise, don't enter the relationship at exactly. all. Exactly, but such people need help. Like, the reason I'm saying that is, you see, that's why we talk about self-awareness. You don't realize that they are not there. You see, when you are like that, you don't realize that's how you are. Because for all you know, if you ask him, maybe he may be sending her lovely things, gifts and stuff. That's his expression of love. Yeah. Because it's transactional. So getting to understand those dynamics help. And so he needs to be helped also to realize that no, I need to also cultivate relational attributes or traits. You, you get me? Okay, there's a call on nine, please. Um Antoinette. Good morning, Antoinette. Where are you calling from, please? Okay, I'm calling from Bosa region. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm in a relationship with a, a gentleman, and I cheated, but then I apologize for it. It's been almost one year, and I feel like every time he always, uh, what do you call it? He said he has forgiven me, but always hammer and reflect on it. And the way he talks about it, it hurts me in a way and every time. So I just want an advice whether I should just cut off from this relationship and move on. Yes, okay. Thank you, Annette. I'm trying to give you attention. What I would say basically is that everybody and what they're able to deal with, some people can deal with things, some people cannot. And if you're saying it's been a year now and still keeps reflecting on it or bringing it up, what will happen when you get married and the other side? So if you're not able to get over it, then like you're saying, some of these things, like uh, it can be a red flag or a yellow flag. Oh, quick question. Um, Antoine, how long have you been in this relationship? It's been uh, one and a half years. One and a half years. And yeah. this incident occurred um, how long into the relationship? Four months. Okay. Have you been able to identify the triggers, what the challenge was, and um, did the yeah. two of you talk about it extensively? Because the apology alone may not be enough if he doesn't yeah. understand what circumstances led to it. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. Yes, please. Okay, so do you want to talk about how you resolved it? Okay, well, so maybe what, what I'll just advise is that you can actually have that conversation with him again and let him know that this 
I mean, if, if you're sincerely sorry, that's it. And you want the relationship to move forward. If, however, he's not satisfied, he feels threatened, the two of you can seek some counseling. Otherwise, um, you may just have to um, find your separate ways. The last thing I want to add is, um, are you within the proximity? I mean, do you see each other? Is it a physical relationship or is via, I mean, you are living in different communities? Initially, we were uh, close, but because of work, one person is separated. And then, and, and due, sorry, and due to that, every time he feel that that kind of insecurity, he want to know where exactly where I distance. am, what I'm doing, those kind of things. Yes. Sometimes I may even be at work busy, and he will still be insisting to have a video call to know exactly where I am. Mm. Yeah, then I think we need to com- continue with this conversation. Uh, after that, after program. you can call the the number and ask for any one of us's number, and we we'll see how we can assist in that regard. Because sometimes okay. the, the the signals you send sometimes also uh, as to the person's uh, sense, so of sense, of, yeah, sense of insecurity. Yes. Right. Okay, we have. So thank you very much, Antoinette. Thank and you so much. Thank you for calling and yourself. Too. Thank, thank you. Man. Okay, we have um, Kwabena from Tema. Good morning, Kwabena. Can we hear you, please? So I have a, a particular challenge that I'm facing now okay. with regards to whatever I thought it's been discussed. Okay. So somewhere 2022, I went for a business meeting and I went to lodge with a friend who was helping me with that activity. Unknown to me, I was negotiated by then, but unknown to me, my friend had planned with my ex and he sedated my drink. So afterwards, he asked me to escort him to see a friend of his. Then we got to the place he told me he was coming. Not knowing that was where my ex was leaving. The lady came out, I saw her, and he started talking, and I started feeling drowsy. So I went to sit at her place. The next thing I realized, I was just off. When I woke up, I was naked on her bed. She had done whatever she wanted to do. I left her place feeling very bad. A month later, this lady calls me that she's pregnant. As I speak with you now, she has given birth. And the lady I was dating just left because she said she can't cope with the situation and can't continue the relationship. I don't know what to do now. I'm I'm confused. I'm broken, I'm filled with pain, I'm filled with hurt. I just want someone to talk to. I'm really hurt. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry about that, and thanks for sharing. So I'd, I'd advise that you call the line again after the program and ask for any one of us, either myself, Sly or Amos, and who will support you. But what I can say immediately for you to do is that do a paternity test. Since I, 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 I did that, yes. and then it came out positive. The child is mine. Oh, okay. So you call and uh, after, and then we we'll see. Then definitely, the child is yours. But like we are saying, being a father does not compel you to be a husband. Those two are different. And if you were, you, if what you are saying is the how it occurred, then you see that such a person has schemed to get you where you don't want to be. And so that is a red flag in the first place to begin with. So that's what we can say for now, since we have to go on to other. But thank you so much and. Uh, we wish you well 
And so please call after and then you'll be giving a number so we can assist you as well. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Good morning from life. My husband and I have been married for 12 years and we are doing the work into the and we are doing what the work i don't get it oh well okay into the first two years we had a good relationship whereby we share plan and play together due to that i i gave my all for my husband to go higher in education and other things i can't bring myself to write after all that my husband's mom and sisters now tell him how to keep his plans finance and other things to himself and them only and so we don't play together and when i talk about their behaviors he tells me i hate his family and don't even appreciate what i do but says things that now i have lost my self-esteem now i have been now now i have told him i want us to go our separate ways but he says no to the separation but he is not ready to change please help me my name withheld and I'm calling from Kaneshi. I'm writing from Kaneshi. Who will take this? Fly, can you please give this attention? Please. So, um, this is like they started off very well. Yes. And then she thinks that the influence of the husband's relatives yes. have changed his attitude towards her. Yes. And um, things have gone down downwards since then. Well, one... I see she's asking for them to go their separate ways. I don't know whether it's because all her attempts to resolve the issues have been unsuccessful. But what I'll recommend is get back to your counselors if you have any. Otherwise, engage with um, professional counselors for the needed support. Okay. Um, Please, can you hold them briefly? There's, okay. there's a call on the line. It's Etonam from Water Region. Good morning, Etonam. Can we hear you briefly, please? Um, good morning, CTFM. Yes, good morning. Uh, it's a nice program. I listen to you, and I think this will mend a lot of broken homes. Yeah, um, my my problem is sort of a personal thing. I got married to a lady um, who, at a point in time, because of the situations at hand, was not able to come in into my home. But at a point in time, her coming down to my place becomes a very big problem. I let it go for some time, but it got to a time I thought that, okay, I needed her presence. But it wasn't forthcoming. So I began to complain. Anytime I talk about this, she feels that I'm complaining too much. And she she began making me feel bad and also uh, making me look very bad in the face of her family. I may also not be right all the time sometimes out of anger i do talk and certain things comes out but still whenever she comes down to my place she'll be moody and i try everything i could to make her happy but she wouldn't be happy and i don't know how to deal with it and up to some time now these things have been happening and i don't want to like do anything bad which would bring an issue to our son so i just want a little advice from Okay. And, and experience people from there. Thank you very much, Etonam. Quick question. Um, so are you living in your parents' home at the moment, and where does your wife stay? My my wife stays at um, her mother's place, and I am stationed at 
a particular place. And honestly, before um, she came round, the place I was living at is not that good. So I'm trying everything possible to make the place conducive for her, even though um, I told her that she still finds it difficult to, to stay. And anytime she stays, she either works on the case of either the parents or somebody close to the family. She doesn't listen to what I say regarding her coming down to me unless somebody from the family speaks to her before she can come. Okay. Okay, so yeah, that means you've, you. you've actually tried very hard to talk through with her, but you're not being very successful. Yes, yes, she's, she's a very reserved person. She doesn't speak up her mind. Okay. In the last quarter we've had, I only heard from friends certain things that she said, which I am not aware of. Okay, so since you said this is quite personal, maybe we'll um, we call. call back after yes. the um, program and we can talk through it after. It, that's okay. Please, please on, the same, on the same line. Yes, if you call yeah, the same line, ask for a number. Of, you can ask for Papa's slice number, then he would help you with it, please. Okay, sir. Thank you. Thank okay. you very much for calling. I wish you well. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. So, yes, can you quickly conclude? Uh, you were on um, the issue of the, the lady whose husband says she's not really ready to change. And uh, it is the influence of her family from what she's saying. She wants to go their separate ways, and yet, uh, what do you call it? He says no, and then... Uh, well, so if he's saying no, mm-hmm. I think that he should be ready to talk. Like, yes. They should sit together and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's not ready to talk, then his no does not hold mm-hmm. because then he doesn't want a solution. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think she was the one who said that because of what the guy is getting or benefiting from the from yes, her. Yes. Well, so obviously he sees some value in what she's bringing to the relationship. And so he shouldn't allow his relatives, his mother, his sister to mar their relationship. Sometimes um, a lot of guys do this very um, unconsciously. You know, mommy's boy, mommy's always the one who tells you what to do and all of that. Once you're married, you're grown up and you must take responsibility for your relationship. So sit with him, have a conversation and resolve it. Involve your counselors if the need arises. All right, so let's do this quick one before we wrap up. Our time is almost gone. It says, um, whilst dating, you see a different side of the character. Then when a child comes into the picture, you see a different person based on the circumstances. Maybe cohabiting before children would have informed what married life would have been like. That's what somebody is asking. Is that the case? I don't think so. Okay, why not? Um, well, if you cohabited and you found that he was not doing the right thing uh, and you get a child whilst cohabiting, what do you do? You know, then there are other complications that come up, you know. So that's why you date. I mean, your dating period actually gives you signals. What people normally do during dating and courtship is that they turn a blind eye to the things that are potentially um, are things that they cannot handle when they get into marriage because they go like, oh, we'll fix this when we marry, mm. you know, and those become the the dragons and the, and the elephants in the room. Okay. So it's important to 
tackle the issues that come up whilst you are in a relationship before you get into marriage. Cohabiting right. does not solve it. Let's see if we can do this one quickly before we wrap up. Kofi Lawen Nicodemus from Kaswasis. My institution is Asamoajan at the World Cup against Uruguay. Just marry and succeed an opportunity. Now I see myself to be so much active at the market looking for a godly wife of which I feel pressured. What should I do from life? I don't really understand his... I also don't. Uh, but all he's saying is that he's looking for a wife. Okay. And what I don't understand is why he's not why he's not finding one and mm-hmm. I don't see the... I don't get the analogy very clearly. Yeah. So, away. maybe so, he should come again. again yeah. So, if, if, if they... Which I feel, I feel pressured looking for a godly wife, but I well, don't I, feel I, I, pressured. Yes, don't be pushed into a relationship, exactly. which is what we've talked about yes, today. Oh, yes, and know. secondly, I also married my children. Don't just look for a godly wife, but make yourself godly because then yeah. it works both ways. Exactly. Then, because a godly woman also be looking for a godly man. So ask yourself, mm-hmm. am I married material? Will I treat somebody's daughter well when I marry him or I marry her? And then from there on, you what where do you? engage where your social dynamics all will influence the kind of person you may have the opportunity to come to meet but work on yourselves don't be pressured and then take the right step thank you Kofila. we hope we've addressed if you are not satisfied you can call the number and after ask for any of us a number to give you further so thank you so kindly um the online training is on but before then let me give a shout out uh, a birthday shout out which is an advanced birthday shout out to somebody special to someone it says happy happy glorious birthday to my precious prudent wife mrs francesca banini says elena and i say you are so precious to us okay may god continue to protect you for us to mrs precious mrs francis mrs precious and prudent who your name really is mrs francesca banini from your husband Ralph Banini, they say that Mr. Ralph Banini, they say that happy, happy, glorious birthday to you. And Elena and I say you are so precious to us and may God continue to protect you for us. I love you so very much, husband, Mr. Ralph, Raphael Banini. That's for you, Francisca, you are dearly loved. Happy birthday in advance and may the Lord bless and keep you. And the Ignite online training program is on for increase of awareness and relational enhancement for singles and those who are courting and also for married couples. It's on Sundays at 7 p.m. So you can WhatsApp this number to, uh, for you to be a part and indicate your name and then whether you want the one for singles and those courting or the one for couples and then you'll be told what to do. Then the WhatsApp number is 020-813-6943. The WhatsApp number is 020 813 six nine four three and you'll be told what to do is online and uh, is the ignite program and you not regret you did because you learned beautiful things so thank you so much for allowing us into your space farm life has been brought to you especially by lily rice lily tasty food happy f- family and i've been in the studio with mr sylvester Segura and mr Moss kevin Annan. Uh, we've been even produced by Philippine Latte and Ashika Caesar with technical support from Daniel Squashy. My name is Michael Mensa, so please stay tuned to the, for the big issue which is coming up next. And thank you for listening to us. Do have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you and have a blessed day. Bye.
nothing's better than family with the ones who love you so. Be a shoulder to cry on when you're in need. They'll never leave you alone, no. When your friends bring you down and they drag you through the dirt, and when nobody's around, they'll carry you through the hurt. Just remember that family comes. Accra. The city is alive on 97.3.